it's October. Uh, it's, I guess it's our second episode in October. But um, I, I am, are we done with the whole pause like skit that we put on? Yeah. Well, well, I think the problem is now is that you can't still just hop into things. We need to have like this little riff here. Right. Play the I never know what to over. say. So this time I just said it's October. Like, I mean, that's, that's actual. It is October. It is October. However, we're going to have four episodes that are going to be in October. But it is October. It's October. It is plus. October. And it is well, actually, our seventh October episode. Is it? Yeah, yeah it, it is seven. Yeah, it's number seven. Lucky number seven. We're, we're getting close. That's to not a loop. thing. Lucky number, Lucky seven? number seven. No one's ever said that before. I was just watching a show that they said it. In. There, there's not a shot. You ever see the movie yeah. seven before? Nothing good about that. No. Ah, forget it. I've never seen it. Seventh Woods. Somebody named their kid. Seventh. Gotta be lucky. Lucky number seven. There's, there's nothing lucky about seven. Anyways. Well, episode seven of Big Dog Radio. Um, we have an interesting episode ahead of us. We're going to change things up a little bit. We um, kind of look back at our previous episodes and decided we wanted a little bit of a new structure here. So in the future episodes, we're going to bring on a guest uh, as a guest segment to kind of just interview them which I'm excited about, Lou. This week we didn't have a guest, but what are your thoughts on the whole nope. guest segment? No, nope, I think it, so future episodes, uh, we're going to bring on a guest, uh, perhaps an expert in their field or just mm-hmm. someone that has an interesting story to tell. And we'll interview them for 10 to 20 minutes, uh, kind of have a good discussion with them. Uh, and then we're going to have a separate segment where we draft whatever we're drafting that week. And we'll bring right, multiple, yeah, two and we'll bring on multiple guests mm-hmm. for that. Uh, so I think that it gives us a little bit more with the draft without taking away from other segments of the show. Right, exactly. And, and an update with our draft. We are ditching the idea of a fight every week. Uh, we're just going to draft what uh, what are we doing? Like best things yeah, or. Yeah. So this week, for example, what we're going to draft is just like sweet mascots, sweet college mascots. The sweetest. And yeah, I, I'm excited for that. It'll kind of open our opportunities to do different things rather than just drafting big brawny characters. Right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So like essentially you've we... been just drafting the biggest and strongest. Exactly. So things. if we were to so go we... back and draft, like redraft some of the categories we've gone through, like kids cartoons, it would go completely different if we were just right. drafting like the best yeah. versus drafting ones that would win in a fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, our Twitter followers will still have an opportunity to, to pick what team they believe is best or what group of this this week, what group of college mascots they believe is best. So, um, again, that's at Big Dog Radio. Give us a follow. At Big Dog Radio. Let underscore. us know. At Big Dog Radio underscore. Thank you. Uh, give us a follow. Let us know who you think will win the fight this or No, not a fight. The draft this week. The draft this week. So, Mel, actually, yep. one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, and this is as of today, I'm a broth head. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm a broth head. I'm on a strict bone broth diet, kind of cleans out the digestive system, you know, cleans out the liver, the colon. Um, so I'm going to try that. I don't know, next three or four days, consume nothing but bone broth. Now, broth is just like liquid. It's liquid with that like chicken has been sitting in, right? Uh, yeah, but I think like that's, I don't know the difference between that and bone broth. 
but this is bone broth. And what day are you on with this? Oh, this is day number one. So you haven't like eaten physical food yet today. You've just been nope. drinking bone broth. I actually even have, I haven't even drinking the bone broth yet, but. Oh, so you're, you just haven't ingested anything today. Nope. And well, I will ingest the bone broth coming up here, but for the next three or four days, I'm going to do a bone. I'm a broth head. Now, have you ever like had bone broth? I haven't. No, I'm kind of scared. So what if it just is awful? Like what if this tastes awful? Well, then I just won't do the bone broth diet then. But I have. Hey, I have a I have, feeling you're going to report back next week, and it'll be like, "Yeah, I I tried bone broth. I tried and it. I, was it, no I yacked. broth head. Yeah, yeah. No, but for the time being, I'm a broth head, and I haven't had any broth. But mm. well, second thing, Mel. This past weekend, I actually have the certificate here. Look at this. I won a Stein holding contest of all the, the Stein, Stein holders of all the Stein holders in the Twin Cities. I am S tier. The best of the best. So, what did you have to do? You just had to hold a stein? A, st- a stein possible. full of beer. Yep. Had to outlast it- the competition. So what you did, you got your stein, which holds approximately three 12-ounce beers. You get it filled up, and then you hold it straight out, and you just hold it as long as you possibly can. Oh, so it's not like a really long thing. Like, I'm sure, like, how long did you hold it? Uh, about guess- four minutes. Four minutes. Okay. See, it's when a, you said that, I thought tough. it was, I thought it was, no, yeah, that definitely is tough. I thought it was one of those things where it was, who can put their hand on this car as long as, like, the longest. You ever see those? It was like, whoever yeah. keeps their hand on this car, yeah. it's like, like, days at a time. Well, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and hold up a mug for days. I think, like, the world record right. is 40 minutes, which is astounding. Yeah, that is unbelievable. And this certificate, it told, it says, Certificate of Gemutlichkeit. Certificate yeah, I don't of know. Gemutlichkeit. I don't know what that means, to be completely honest with you. Did you do some research? I did, actually. Yeah, I, I wanted to figure out what Gemutlichkeit means. And it doesn't actually have a, a true English translation. But the closest they can get is, like, is geniality and friendliness. Which, But it's more so in the terms of, like, your, your drinking buddies. You call them Gemutlichkeit. If um, I'm pronouncing that certificate right. Certificate of friendliness. Here, let's let's actually see how Google pronounces this. Gemutlichkeit. Gemutlichkeit. Well, Something like that. The positive thing, I I want a year of beer. Now. Really? That's not what it sounds like. I can't just consume uh, an endless amount of beer for an entire year. What it mm-hmm. is, is it's one growler a month for a year. So, so when they say growler, so when they say year of beer, it's not actually a full year of beer. It's a growler a month. Okay. Still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't complain. No, you can't. And Lou, I have I have actually a couple updates for you. I got an update on our blind and deaf friend that climbed the rock wall. Okay. And very interested. It it was interesting. I I went up and I, I said hi. And she said hi back. Oh, so she's not even deaf. So she's not deaf. No. Okay. But she is blind. Which made me got me thinking, like, if all of a sudden you hear hi, do you recognize like it was somebody that you've never talked to before? If you're completely yeah, blind. Well, well, I'm sure, yeah, they they kind of prioritize voices. Right. In the sense of whether they recognize them or not. 
So do you think like blind people identify people based on their voice then? Oh, they almost have to. Yeah. I mean, I can right. pretty much it, identify like, anyone based on their voice and I'm not even that is blind. True. That is true. But yeah, I was somewhat sad to find out that she, that she's partially deaf. Though. So like, she's not completely deaf, okay. but she like, like you have to speak pretty loudly, but yeah, she's not blind and deaf. So she's a she fraud, is blind though. Blind she's completely blind. Okay. She she's a fraud, blind and deaf person, but she's a completely a, a legitimate blind person. blind person. Okay. Yes. That's yes. fair, I guess. But still, yeah. she was climbing a rock wall and she was yeah. blind. Yeah. I don't care. I Hearing has nothing to do with climbing a rock wall. I mean, blindfold me, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, sure. But give this yeah. lady some credit. Give this lady some credit, Lou. I don't think and I will. she and she knows Korean and English. Even though so yeah. I don't care if you're I don't care if you're deaf or not deaf. To know two languages, amazing. Eh, I don't know if I am necessarily that impressed with with that anymore. Now that she's not completely blind and deaf, she is completely blind. Yeah, but not, not completely, completely blind deaf. and deaf. Right. Yeah, and then I guess I do have a, a shout out that I want to make this week. Okay. And this was a great experience. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings last Thursday. They have buy one get one deal. Right. And so you buy one wing, you get, get another one free. That's usually so, how buy one, get one deals work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I so I bought 15 wings and got another 15 free and um, the Buffalo wings. Wild Wings. Oh yeah. You got to have some leftovers. Okay. That's fair. But so yeah, I polished 20, save 10 for later. But anyway, this isn't the moral of the story. Moral of the story is this place was packed. Like there was madness going on everywhere and just craziness going on. So I get to the front of the cash register. And I'm expecting to see somebody that's just completely distraught, like just freaking out, trying to get orders out as quickly as possible. But I was greeted with a rather friendly face. And okay. her name was Grace. Her name's Grace from Buffalo Wild Wings. Just okay. a beautiful, wonderful soul. And I have nothing more to say about it besides. Uh, well, did you get her number? Ha- no. She's a busy woman. No. So, so this is. So just because she was happy with life, you're giving her a shout yeah, out. She like she like talked to me and stuff and like was was happy to see me. She had a beautiful smile. She had a mask on, but I'm sure she had a beautiful smile. And yeah, Grace from Buffalo Wild Wings. If if you're listening right now, send us a Twitter DM. I was gonna put my number out there, but I don't I don't want everybody knowing my number. You'll have to go uh give her a sticker. I will. Maybe I'll have to return this this Thursday. Say hi to Grace from Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, not impressed. No. Yeah, no need. I mean, I mean, why? Why? She was just doing her job. She was doing her job very well. Imagine I was putting myself in that scenario. If I got people coming like up to me and complaining about how their food's taking so long and yada yada, I would be just Mm -hmm. like anybody that comes in, just take their order, throw the ticket in back, tell them to get out my face and move on with my day. Yeah. Well, so I mean, she. So she works for tips as a waiter or a waitress, correct? No, no. She was behind a cash register. Like she wasn't working for any tips. Oh, no, but she still, was just she... manning the register or yeah, womaning her... the man, the register. Yeah. Doing your job. Yeah. Yeah, she was. And now Lou, can you bring us to listener questions? Yeah. So wait, Don't what do you have your little cue? You go. Like, oh, oh, thank you. On, on to, to the listener, listener questions. Yes, we are on, on to the, to the listener, listener questions. questions. We have. Are you going to? Oh, we talk? have four questions. We have four questions this week. I, I thought we just had three. 
Are there four? Yeah, there's four. Yeah. I'm just seeing the fourth one, but I, I, I'm ready and I'm prepared. I'm for prepared for whatever. Okay. What did you want to say something, Lou? I know you were mad at me like 20 seconds ago for cutting you off. No, I'm okay. Okay. So our first question, these are all anonymous questions too, I guess. Uh, I, I believe so. Except uh, question, question four when we get there, that came from Casey dog. Okay. So our first question is, would you consider squirrels a smart animal? I mean, like you can do a quick Google search and Google will tell you that squirrels are like an intelligent animal, but they'll tell you they're extremely intelligent. Yeah. Well, in the animal kingdom, sure. But like relative to humans, absolutely not. Like, give me any, give me any squirrel. I'll put it into a mental pretzel. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen a squirrel fall? Uh, no, I actually have not. I watched a video on this squirrels when they fall, no matter how they're rotating, they keep their eye on a single spot on the ground and they, they like rotate their body and they like, they can move their arms in and out mm-hmm. to increase or decrease their angular momentum and angular velocity. Interesting. So then land right on their feet. I don't see any humans doing that. Well, yeah. I mean, have a squirrel take an IQ test. Tell me what it gets. <laughs> Yeah, like sure, in the animal kingdom, I'm sure they do some smart things, but relative to like sentient life. Right. They, well, I mean, they can't communicate with us. They can communicate with each other, though. Yeah. I think the only thing separating squirrels from humans. So, where's the squirrel library? That's a good point. They're not writing books. They speak their own language. They could write their own books if they wanted to. They're too dumb. You're putting it very like, comparing to to human well yeah intelligence. well I, I mean i said that in the animal kingdom sure i'm i'm sure they're a smart animal but like relative to humans they're not smart at all no that is true they have itsy bitsy brains compared to as i said i would give me any squirrel one-on-one i would put it in a mental pretzel now how would you put it in a mental pretzel i don't even know what you mean by that because like if you would try to talk to it it'd probably just run away from you exactly no comment. All right. Our next question. No, this one actually comes from my father. Um, he's, he asked, what is the oldest song that is popular among college age kids? Okay. Now, do you, I, you said you had a list of songs. I do. And I, I actually have a Spotify playlist with these songs listed. And did you, did you like think of any songs that might be the oldest song? So the way I thought of it was like, if you played this song in front of a group of 10, 20 college age kids, the majority of them would get excited that yeah. it's on yeah. and like sing along. No, I, I would agree that that's the right way to interpret it. Mm-hmm. So did you like think of any single songs? Uh, well, you said you had a list. So I, I right, think, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what, what's on your list. So what I mean, I think about it. How, how should I do this? Should I go from like the most recent one? to the oldest or should i just play a couple uh, i don't think you should play any i think you should just say the because you know i'd like what is it called dmca restrictions oh that's right yeah prob- probably Correct. not a good idea to play them so yeah um the oldest one or the most recent one that i, I like considered was take on me by aha uh-huh. okay yeah yeah, like the I, I don't know how popular, but I mean, no, relative to college some kids of the, excited, yeah, I guess, 
Um, the oldest one, I I think like I know at least around me there a lot of people would get excited to hear this one, and it's "Stand by Me" by Ben E. King. Yeah, that song drives me up a wall. Like excited up a wall or no? Just, just not. Dry, are you serious? Not yes. How do you not like that song? Yeah, doesn't do it for me. Stand by me. Yep. That's from 1950. Well, and I guess I'll have to go down this list. I actually have one even prior to that. Okay. And except it was more of like just a a spoof than anything. And that is this land is your land. <laughs> I mean, you're are not you gonna... familiar with yeah. the song? It's a great song. It is. Um, and but I don't the reason I but like you're not gonna go out to the bar on a Saturday night and they're singing like they're playing that <laughs> over uh like what the dj i was gonna say the jukebox i don't think jukeboxes exist anymore but that was my that was actually exactly what i was thinking imagine if that song comes on i feel like you'd get a decent amount of people singing along with it i think so yeah that's a first land is your land this land is my land i don't know the rest from the oak creek waters to the to the i it has yeah yeah i know it talks all about the states Uh yeah But I feel like you'd get a good good chunk of people singing that. But I, okay, I guess that excludes this land's your land and stand by me. Um, Ring of Fire, Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't love that one either. Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. Good Vibrations by uh, Marky Mark. I don't know who that is. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. He has a song called yeah, Good he Vibrations. Used, he used to be a. He was. I think it was before his acting career. He was like an artist. Really? Yeah. Marky Mark. That's interesting. But my and my next one is I'm a Believer by the Monkees. None of these are doing it for you? No. Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye. Okay. Respect by Aretha Franklin. R-E-S-P-C-T. Okay. Are, are these like songs from the 50s? Or like these are 50s and 60s? We're getting you're, you're into the 60s right here. Here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sweet Caroline, that 1969. That song sucks. Build Me Up, Buttercup. That song sucks, too. That's 1968. So I guess we're getting in the 70s before you like any of these songs. This song, like, I, if you don't like this song, I think you're just not going to like any of these songs. Rocket Man, Elton John. No, that's not terrible. Yeah. So that uh, Rocket Man is from the 70s, I believe. I what what is that other here. song that sucks? That Journey song? I probably have it on my list. You probably um, just keep rattling. Oh, where off. it's like, um, I actually don't have it on my list. I know exactly what you're talking about. Just a small town girl. Yeah. Oh my God. That song uh, is terrible. <laughs> drives me nuts. I'm for that song. Yeah. Elton John rocket man was 1972. So okay. I don't know if we can go back much farther than that and find a song that people are, or I guess Lou is into. I would go all the way back to stand by me in 1951. Yeah. And then I, I guess this one, we, is essentially like this one would go for anybody anywhere. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, 1975. Okay. You can't disrespect that one. No. And then a couple other mentions, Dancing Queen by ABBA, Dreams, Fleetwood Mac, Stand Alive, Bee Gees, Roxanne, The Police. And yeah. Those are all the ones I came up with. Well, yeah. I mean, those last few that you mentioned, I don't have a problem with at all. The earlier ones in your list yikes yeah well i mean that's that's getting farther back that's exactly what the question was we had to figure out the line where music well, is still well, I mean, relevant like, 
Well, I mean, like I know those songs. I just didn't like them. Right. And and I think that so comes I, with so that's a the style like of the era as well. I disagree. I like a lot of music from the 50s and 60s. But those well, songs I know you like Frank Sinatra. New York, New York. Yeah, and that's I actually came across that one and I'm like, I know Lou loves this song, but I don't think that it belongs on the list. Start spreading the news. Fantastic song. <laughs> Awful song. No, it's actually it's a great song. It's not a song that I think a lot of people would like I get disagree. excited to hear though. Okay. All right. We can agree. Okay, to next question. Well, yeah, that's all we can do. Uh, this one says, if you had to eat the same food for the rest of your life, what would it be? And it, they, it also comes with like a little disclaimer. So you can't change the toppings, flavor, et cetera. So like you can't draft ice cream and get any flavor of ice cream you want, or you okay. can't draft pizza and get like cheese pizza and pepperoni pizza and sausage pizza. You have to stick with the same exact food. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think this is, uh, there's only, there is a correct answer, by the way, to this question. Mm-hmm. And there is only one answer. And I think that is right. cheese pizza. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I kind of have a similar answer, except it's not the same. Okay. What, what and is- my answer is a chicken and cheese, chicken and cheese quesadilla. How, how's that like the same thing as a pizza? Well, you got your, your bread, I have yeah. tortilla. And then cheese. That well, I guess you have sauce too, but I just replaced the sauce. With on chicken. what planet is a quesadilla the same thing as pizza? There is circle. Uh, uh, Lou, think of all the things that we could have picked. I'd say those are in the general realm of the no, same thing. I, I think the general realm of the same thing as cheese pizza would be pepperoni pizza. Not a, not a think, chicken it's quesadilla. Too specific. Chicken and cheese quesadilla. Oh, fine, you. chicken and cheese quesadilla. But I mean, I'm getting my protein with the chicken. I'm getting plugged up with the cheese and I have a tortilla. I just don't get how that's the same thing as pizza. It doesn't have to be. That's my pick. Well, no, I I know it doesn't have to be because it's not. But you said you're like, I'm drafting like the same thing as you. I was like, oh, he's going to take pepperoni. I was like, he's going to say pepperoni pizza. He said chicken and cheese quesadilla. I know. All yeah, right. no, maybe it's not the same thing, Lou. But it's it's that's it what I'm eating. Not. Okay, yeah, and that's fine. It's a circular can't... thing with cheese and bread. Uh, and that's what that's what a cheese pizza is too. It's very much not the same thing. All right, meet... yeah, go to the grocery store. Go to the frozen quesadilla section, right next to the frozen pizza section. I feel like they Come do on. have those. Come Are on, they not what frozen? Ca- I don't. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I would be willing to bet that they do. All right. You willing to bet me? No, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I might not be right next to the frozen pizza, but it's there. All right. Whatever. Okay. Lou, this, this actually, I was discussing this with one of my roommates and like what food you would eat like for the rest of your life. And he came up with a scenario that I thought was rather, do you like sushi? I thought this was rather interesting. Oh, I love sushi. Yeah, so that was one of the first things he brought up. And I'm like, ah, for the rest of your life. But then he came up with a scenario, and I want to hear your opinion on it. So somebody comes up to you and says, you can have free sushi at any time you want for the rest of your life. The only thing is that 
That is the only thing you can eat. Okay. So that's essentially like this, this question we, we just answered here. Right. But like here you have the option of eating whatever you want, except like one, you have to make it and two, you have to pay for it. Or you can only eat sushi for the rest of your life, except it's always ready for you. I think I would take the sushi. I think so too. I, I have no problem. I don't think I would have a problem eating sushi as my only meal for the rest of my life. Right. And, and he said that, and it made me kind of rethink my chicken and cheese quesadilla pick because sushi is phenomenal. A lot of different ways you can do sushi. No, well, I mean, like you, you have to have it the same role according to this question, but even at that, at one role, I would do it. The California roll, like a crunchy California, California roll. roll. Sure. Right. And eat it the rest of my life. And I'd be very happy. Well, should we move on to our final question? I think we should. And this is a rather interesting question. And this comes from our previous guest, Casey Henriksen. He asks, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? I think and- it's a rather interesting question. And to my surprise, it's a question that has apparently been asked before. Did so you do I, research on I, this? Oh, I did some research on it. Mm-hmm. And did, were you not prepared for this question? No, I just I saw it for the first time as I opened up. Oh, really? Today. Okay. Well, but wait, if do you have like a concrete answer from the like from proof? Yes. Okay, then let me take a but, guess. Yeah, but but there's first. different there's different ways you you can look at it and like theorize about it. So I guess that is true. Let, like, how let's are the chickens? What, let's yes, yeah, so let's hear what you have to say. So first, I have to think of how the chickens would end up killing this elephant, right? Right. So the things that I think of in a chicken that have the ability to kill the elephant are the beak and the talons, like the claws and and their feet, and they kick them to death. And I think that's, have you ever seen chicken fights? Yeah, a cock fight. Right. Yeah, that's what they do. They they kick, right? Uh, Or am I thinking of it wrong? I don't, I'm not all too familiar, to be completely honest. I think they kick. I think they kick. And, um... So how many chickens would it take to, to kill an elephant via kicking is how I'm taking it now. And I, I just I just wish I had the relative sizes in my head so I could picture how many chickens it would take to like chop away at a full elephant. And yeah, uh, are we assuming yes? Wait, are we assuming that this elephant like could kill the chickens too? I would say yeah. It, so if so if the chickens are trying to kill the elephant, the elephant is fighting back. Okay. I'm gonna say it's a at least a hundred. I'm I'm gonna say five hundred. Okay, five hundred chickens. All right. So here's a, there were people debating this on Cora. So Cora, by the way, sucks. I click on these links and it tells me I need to be thirteen years old to view if a chicken could kill an elephant. Like who cares about the age? <laughs> like how many thirteen year olds are asking these kinds of questions? Like how many chickens? Probably only thirteen year olds. And like if a twelve year old wants to look that up. What's what's so wrong with that? Let what's so wrong with a with a twelve year old knowing if how many chickens it takes to kill an elephant? Right. Anyways, <laughs> so the average male elephant weighs about thirteen thousand two hundred and twenty seven pounds and twelve ounces. It's very accurate. The average golden comet chicken weighs just under six pounds, five pounds fifteen point nine ounces to be exact. Okay. So dividing, we would get. 
that it would take approximately 2,207 chickens to kill an elephant, assuming that that's they're just, actively trying to kill the elephant. That, so that's, so just, that's just assuming that mass it takes versus the same mass. mass. Okay. Now, if the chickens strategize, they could be more effective. And I think it could only take one chicken to kill the elephant. If it hops down its throat and chokes it out, but in That's that case, fair. the chicken would ultimately be sacrificing itself right. to kill the elephant. But I think one chicken could take out an entire elephant. Yeah, and then the chicken's not like guaranteed to do that either. Like the, the elephant might just chew on it and swallow it rather than breathing it in. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know if uh if an elephant could swallow a chicken whole. Perhaps you get I guess more more so my main point is you could you could uh, kill an elephant with less than five chickens, I think. Used correctly. Used shove, correctly. Shove a couple down the throat, one up the snout. Yeah. Really suffocate Choke it to death. death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your answer is so five? I think if the chickens themselves strategize well, they could it, they could do it in under five. But like on a mass versus mass scale, it would take 2,207 chickens. Just to equal the mass of the elephant. Correct. I got you. Well, Lou, that wraps up our listener questions. And now we have the big dog draft, our first not fight draft. And, right. And we're bringing so, in. I think we should bring in Sammy and Duff. No. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back. We are joined here with Daff and Sammy. We are. These are two guests that we've had on the podcast already. Um, Daff was on the podcast. What draft were you on the podcast for? Uh, I think it was children cartoon characters. Okay, that's right. I ended up winning the draft. Yeah, and both these are returning champions. So, Sammy, you were on for the... um, Serial mascots. Serial mascots, that's right. And you came out with Mr. T and some other big names. Yes. Yeah, Mel, we Mm -hmm. haven't really done well in these drafts when we've had guests no. on, have we? Ever since, ever since we brought guests on, we have been struggling pretty <laughs> severely in this draft. We only won one, and that was with with Casey Dog, and um, he didn't even know that we were having a draft. No, he didn't. <laughs> so, he thought we were just <laughs> doing like a Mount Rushmore top four. Yeah. So, yeah, so we essentially have won like not, none of them that we've had guests on we, for. We've won no legitimate drafts, no. No legitimate drafts. Um, so l- let's review our, our results from last week. Last week was a little bit closer with our guests, but our guests still won. Claire Splinter we had on last week, and, and she won somewhat handily. Um, her team was made up of Dwight Schrute, Rick Sanchez, BoJack Horseman, and Bart Simpson. And, at, and last week we were drafting um, sitcom characters, and she got 47% of the vote. I got 29, and Lou got 24 I mean, at least I'm taking second most of these times. I'm somewhat content with that. Yeah, well, I just think my brain might work in a different way than most people's does. It definitely does. So without a doubt. Yeah. For okay. better or for worse. All right. Well, so this I, I would say for better Duff. You don't need to throw in that shot. <laughs> so this week's draft, we are not we're doing changing it up a little bit. We are not doing a fight anymore. We are just drafting from a category, our our favorite things. And this week the category is best college mascots. Yeah, and there's a couple so, different ways you could kind of take this. So yeah, so like my thinking them? behind it is just like sweet college mascots. So everyone knows oh. is that news to you, Duff? 
What were you? It is. It is. In what I way did you take it? More I, iconic mascots. I mean, I have a few. Well, there, I mean, yeah, like, that's cool it kind of, Those are kind of the same thing, are they not? Well, Sweet some and iconic. Of them are, like pretty far out there, and I, I some think, of them okay. are like the ones you would, the ones you usually see on TV or something. I think being iconic is like a a, a piece to the puzzle as to what's going to make these the the good mascots, right? So, like, yeah. if if something is iconic, I think it pulls a little bit more weight than something that isn't. Not necessarily guaranteed to be worth more, but that's yeah. something to consider. And to kind of to kind of clear up some perhaps some confusion. So when we're drafting, for example, I used this example earlier, uh, Bucky the Badger. You're you're drafting Bucky the Badger. You're not drafting the Badgers. Right. You're drafting okay. Bucky Badger. Not yeah, Bucky so we're drafting Badger, like Badger. the actual physical mascot, mm-hmm. not like the idea. Right, you're yeah. not drafting a badger. That's where the confusion right. came in, in our first. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So it's the guy in the suit. Well, not we're right. not, <laughs> no, no, we're not drafting Todd Randall. off the street, who's, who's no. on Saturday is in the costume. Like we're taking the Bucky Badger physical mascot, the actual mascot. Yes, right. So, so it's not a real badger, but it's no. So it's, it is. So it is the suit. Well, well, yes, it's the okay. mascot. Okay, yeah, it's the representation. Yes. So let's say let's say I, I just theoretically I pick Fighting Irish. Do I get to like the leprechaun logo or do I get the man that dresses up as a leprechaun? Yeah, you'd get that five foot nothing leprechaun. <laughs> Doesn't have so the, nice man. the man. Yeah, okay. like you get the the you would get a person in a costume essentially, right. but not the Unless actual guy you, in the costume. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what right. he represents. I got it. Yes. What, yes. Exactly. What the guy in the costume represents. Okay. Okay. I was very right. confused at first. Yeah. Let's get to it. I so I just put our name on four separate slips, and I'm gonna have Daff choose the draft order here. Well, Mel, so, I'm glad you did this because my alternative uh, solution to picking the draft order was gonna be to roll a six sided die. We and, have four people. Yes, and we have four people. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad uh, that you yes. came up with this. All right. First pick in the draft is Mel. I get first pick in the draft. Excellent. Wait, well, second pick. Actually, I think what you should do since you picked that Mel was first. Mel should get the pick where in the draft he he's going to pick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the first pick you in the draft. First. Okay. Then. Well, I get second choice. I want the third pick. That's okay. an interesting choice. I'm sensing a little collusion. They're both in the yeah, same. Yeah. No moment. shit. They both just got picked. Lou, you get whatever your choice is. I'll take the second fourth pick. pick. Damn it. All right. Sammy All right. So second. Sammy gets the, the fourth pick. No, the well, third. Second. Oh, he, Sammy oh gets the second, second pick. pick. Second pick. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the order, me, Mel, um, Sammy, Daff, then Lou. Correct. And then it circles back. Snake All draft, right. correct? Snake draft, yes. Okay. Yep. So my my number one pick, it's already been mentioned today, and I don't think there's any way around it. I got to stay true to the sure. red. And I'm taking Bucky Badger with my first pick. Staying true to your roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the pick. Iconic. Well, yeah. I, I I don't I don't think it's one one. I think it is. Got sure. Top Bucky ten the easily. Now let me oh, ask it's, you it's this: It's definitely in the top ten, and I have to stay stay true. Let me ask you this: Is it Bucky Badger or is it Bucky the Badger? This is kind of like Bucky. A, it's it's Bucky kind of like Badger. a pep of the pig situation. Correct you on that earlier. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. it, it is Bucky Badger, not Bucky the Badger, and. Uh, yeah, I'm good. You know, interestingly enough, I look at my list. I didn't even realize this. I don't even have it on my list. No, <laughs> no. I, I think one big thing, too, is most of our listeners are from Wisconsin. So 
That is not nah, you'd uh, be yeah, surprised if you're playing the polls. <laughs> it is the fifteenth mascot on my list. Okay. So just made interesting. The All right, Sammy, you're up next. I'm not up next. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you are. are. You have the second pick. <laughs> I thought I had the third. No, Duff no, took Duff, the third. I, oh, okay. I, I thought choice. he took the second. Okay. Oh, wow. Caught me off guard. I think I am going to go with Nitro from Central Florida, the golden black knight. Interesting. Talk about pick. bad picks. I can't no, tell no. Me. Easily. <laughs> not on my list. Wait, so, so Sam, you made a big point about these being like iconic mascots, and you're going to pick Nitro, the no. knight from UCF? I specifically said that it, it plays a part, certainly. But I don't think we're doing the college mascot game justice by only going with, with the iconic ones that everyone knows. I think we need sleepers. And if you know what this guy looks like, crisp Vegas gold, dark matte black, a, a very menacing looking knight, easily one of the best design mascots in so the collegiate game. You're going to take a sleeper with the second pick. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, because I got I got plenty of iconic ones in the bag already. I got more than enough. Okay. I, I'm I'm happy. I think you could have got that with yeah. your last pick, but I think so. <laughs> you could have mentioned him in the honorable mention segment, and that would have done justice, but I stand by it. Okay. All right. You, you nitro. get the nitro the night. Now actually, is and his name spelt nitro with like a K? Yes, it is. I like that actually. Bonus points. I yes. like that. That yes. is good. I Made sure to write it, write it as that on my list here. So it is on your list. It's not on my list, but oh, I, I wrote the... it down so I know what your team is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I think that Daff? puts us to Duff, yes. Yeah, yes. I think I'm going to take the Oregon Duck for my first pick. I love Now, the does duck. that duck have a name? Yes. Uh, it's called the Oregon Duck. The Oregon Duck. <sighs> I'm pretty sure. I, I, don't I am not entirely sure if the I'm... duck has a name. I could have sworn I saw earlier. Is it like Donald does. Duck? But I do like, yeah. you know, it's got the iconic orange. It is Donald. Beak. Is it actually? That yes. was a complete guess. Donald Duck. Donald the Duck. He's got that orange beak. He's got that sailor's cap on. He's got the scarf going too. Yeah, he looks Talk good. about an iconic mascot. Yeah, that is a good mascot at the end of the day. That was my 1-1. One, one. Was it actually? Yes. I don't know if I agree with that. All right, Lou, you're up. All right. So my first pick here, fourth overall, I'm going to go with Bevo the Longhorn from Texas. Texas. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just, it's a live animal that they throw out on the field every Saturday. Just a big ass Longhorn. So I guess, I I don't know, not Mike the Tiger. If you're going live animal off the rip. Well, don't be throwing out. Now you're giving away picks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I, I'm just saying. You know, I think if you're going to go live animal, I think you take the one, one of, of live animals. Now, I no, see, I disagree. No. I think Bevo, I, disagree. I would, I would put, I think there's four of them that are above Mike, the tiger. Really? Yes. There is one that's above we'll cross uh, that bridge when we, when we get there, the, the Texas one too. That's it, the one it, I no, just is picked. That, that is Texas. No, see, one no one even knows who he is. That. <laughs> oh, oh no, is, is it Bevo the Longhorn or Bevo Longhorn? I think his name's just Bevo. Bevo. Yeah. And then okay. it is a Longhorn. He's the Longhorn. Okay. The, the reason I disagree with this pick is because how many people out there actually know that his name is Bevo? I would say that that's common knowledge. I think that's is a very not? short. I think that's I a did very not short know. list. Okay. I didn't know until well, probably ten minutes ago. Well, <laughs> whatever. 
All right, Luke, you get another pick here. Okay. Chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> well, uh, my second pick, I'm going to take Ralphie the Buffalo oh, from you, Colorado. That's, that's a good pick. God. Colorado. Damn oh, so that's good, but Bevo the Longhorn isn't? Right? Oh, I'd yes. take a Buffalo over a, over a Longhorn. And apparently they treat that Buffalo like royalty, as they should. As Yes, as they should. They should. So what are my, they treating like royalty? What do they do to the buffalo? Like, th- how can it be I treated? I think it like just royalty? gets whatever it wants. It uh, <laughs> it gets to graze as much grass as it pleases. <laughs> Have you guys seen when they when they run that thing out on the field? When they those do people do it? are impressive that like yeah, run along with it. There's like four dudes that have it on like a leash, and they are getting <laughs> yanked around. It is gold. See, I, I just think that there's something about having like a real live mascot. I think every team that has an animal mascot should have a live animal that they keep in the stadium. Uh, I actually think the best part about it is when it dies because then, <laughs> cause then, then, you oh, know, you get it. then you know that that team's going to win the following Saturday after that Ooh. mascot dies. Revenge. Well, they get a new one. Yes. Well, yeah, they get, a, a, they get a new one. They get too. a younger one. And you know, the team's going to play in honor of that mascot. <laughs> this one's for Bevo for Bevo or for Ralphie. Yeah. Two live right, mascots. It, you're up now. Stuck between two right here. What's going through your head? I don't know. They're both they're both pretty iconic, I would say, but they're a little different. I'm gonna go with Otto the Orange from Syracuse. I like it. I love Otto the Orange. Mm-hmm. It's just such an absurd it's, mascot. It's it's insane. It's the Syracuse the orange, orange, and they have like a Clementine as their mascot. <laughs> running around the yeah. sideline it, yeah if you look up a picture of this guy you would laugh it, it's just it's a great mascot i would say arguably the round mound of rebounds of mascots yeah quite literally now i find it interesting as i was like doing research on these mascots how bad some of these costumes are oh, like they didn't even try to make them look good some of these things i i, I think- mean out of the orange i like i like the out of the orange look but that was just a general statement I, I think, like, one thing I noticed when I was looking up is, like, you look at the the Nittany Lions. That literally looks like a a, a paper bag with, does. with buttons on it. Yeah. And I, th- I think what they're doing is when they were making the mascots, like, oh, do we give them a new one? And they're just kind of leaning into the nostalgia, and they keep these, these suits from the 1700s. It's the only logical explanation because you hit it on the head. Some of these suits are bad, really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, and they could easily get a new one, right? Like, oh yeah. I mean, it's 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 peanuts what these uh, mascot costumes cost to these football programs. That's a semester of tuition from one student. No, not even exactly. Like, but yet they got seventy-year-old Nittany Lions running on the field. <laughs> and that's the oh. exact mascot I was thinking of when I mentioned that was that Nittany Lion, ugliest thing ever. Yeah, it. it what what is a burlap sack that's what that looks like i was trying to think yes. of it earlier yes a brown paper bag with the lunch packed up the lunch pack. all right so daft picked out of the orange with his second pick and now sammy is on the clock you know what after my first pick i kind of feel like at first I, I was pressured you know and i was thinking i gotta go with something iconic but you know what i'm gonna stay in my lane and i'm not gonna get bullied into picking picking these mascots that that I don't think are, are, are worthy of my list. So my second pick, I'm going to go with Wu Shock from Wichita State. Wichita like State that. Shocker. I like it. 
and his his description is a big bad muscle bound bundle of wheat. I like that. I <laughs> didn't even know is. that that's what it was. That it was yeah. a bundle of wheat. Like I can picture him, but I did not know that that was a bundle of wheat. Exactly. Not only a bundle of wheat, a big bad muscle bound. A muscle bundle. bound bundle of wheat. Exactly. And and yeah, I'm very confident in that pick. And that was on my list. I that's actually that one I completely pick. forgot about. The shocker. The bundle of wheat. All right. So now I am up. And I have many iconic ones as well that I'm looking through. But I'm gonna stay in the Big Ten conference. I'm gonna take Sparty mm-hmm. from Michigan State. That was my one. I just think he's an icon. Yeah. Excellent mascot. Uh, what? Well, I guess you took Bucky the Badger first overall, but I was Bucky say Badger. That's, yes, that's probably the. Yeah, Bucky the Badger. It's probably he's probably <laughs> Sparty is probably the best mascot in the Big Ten. Yeah, arguably so. If if I wasn't at school at Wisconsin right now, I would probably agree with you. I would argue there's a different one. Yeah, no, there's I, definitely a different one, okay. but I refuse to take that one. I refuse. I do recognize the iconness of the one that Daff is thinking of. And I'm sure many others are thinking of this one right now too, but I, I refuse to take that. I also I don't, refuse to take him. I don't think we're on the same page. Uh, I mean, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, you should know. I, I, think, I think it's I appropriate idea, to say but, it, but I, I, I won't take it. Okay. So I'm not taking, no one's, is it Ohio? No, he's taking yeah, Ohio State. Oh, okay. Brutus the Buckeye. Brutus. Terrible Brutus. mascot. Yeah, I refuse. Terrible okay. mascot. What is it? Honestly. It's a Buckeye. It's a Buckeye. I don't know what that is, though. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What is a, it looks like a, like a nipple. It looks like, yeah, it does. It <laughs> literally does. The hell is. It, it ter- talk about a terrible name, too. Brutus the Buckeye. Yeah. I like the what name. a disgusting I just refuse mascot. to associate with Ohio State in any way. So it looks like it's a, it's a type of shrubbery. As a northern American tree or shrub related to the horse chestnut with showy yellow, red, or white flowers. Yeah. And they they Man. made a nipple out of it. It doesn't look yes. anything like them. Yeah, yes. it's literally yeah. Yeah. So I mean Sparty is Sparty was my pick. I refuse to take Ohio State's Buckeye. Um, and now I have to decide if I want to continue with the icon streak or go with the mascots that I truly love. Go wrong. And I'm going to go with the iconic route still. And I'm going to take, take Ramses from university of North Carolina. I think that's how you say his name. The Ramses. So you're talking about like the live Ram that they, that no, no, there's a mascot. The mascot wears a Jersey. Could it be Ramses? So it's spelled R A M E S E S, Ram Ramesses, Ramesses. Ah, whatever. I I, said I think you should have took the live animal. I don't you see it. Do they on have Saturday? I'm pretty. Yeah, they color the horns blue on it. That's just they trot them out That's there. That's animal abuse. <laughs> oh come yeah, on, call PETA. Call, call PETA. Yeah. yeah they the, better treat that the thing lead like from Ralphie the paint. The is, buffaloes treated. Yeah. The lead from the paint seeps into his horns. You could argue that is sexual assault. Because uh, maybe not that <laughs> you know, sexual assault. Are the horns not part of the mating ritual of the ram? You think you put him out in a for more than I? You know, true. you might I be onto something know. there. Actually, yeah, you you put him out in a pasture with a bunch of other rams, and they see his 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 sky blue horns. He's gonna get laughed out of the stadium. <laughs> You're probably uh, yeah. right. 
Well, Sammy, you get the next pick now. So okay, um, you can stay, steer away from the animal abusers. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know what? I'm just going all in. I'm staying away from the iconic ones, and I am gonna go with Scrody the Scrotum. Scrody the Scrotum. That's a thing. It is the mascot. As I was looking up. Yep, it is the mascot for Rhode Island School of Design in Providence. It is actually the alma mater of Seth McFarlane, the guy who wrote Family Guy. And he is like a benefactor, and he pushed for the mascot, Scrody the Scrotum, which is actually a scrotum that goes to the game and cheers. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask. So so this is like, what did you say? The Massachusetts School, School Design. of Design? Rhode Island School. The Rhode Island Design. School of Design. Do they have athletic? Yes. Teams? Yes, they okay. do. He made his first appearance in 2001 at a hockey game. So a guy, so a guy for every game dresses up in a scrotum costume and shows up. Oh, it, it's not like the picture I saw. It's not even just the scrotum. Like this is straight up just a male penis. They do the, <laughs> yeah, we're we're looking at it right now, and it's it's just the whole thing. Definitely could be considered pornography. Yeah, something to see, as for sure. And I'm sticking with it. I think that I think that in itself, breaking down the barriers of the you know, tyrannical NCAA. It's kind of ironic that, like, it's the school of design. They could have designed any costume they they yeah. damn well pleased, and they went with a scrotum. I I I appreciate the gusto to have to have the literal quote unquote scrotum and balls to do that. Pun intended. <laughs> so, Sam, can we recap your team thus far? Um, I got, well, Melv, you get the, yeah. The uh, Sammy's got nitro from university nitro of Florida. Amazing. Pick. Um, yep. He's got woo shock, the strong and muscular bundle of wheat from Wichita state. Okay. And he's and got, he's the, got scrody, the scrotum scrody from the Rhode scrotum. Island school of design. This is an S tier lineup. You know, I, I don't hate it to be completely honest. I regret, I regret nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what was that? The, so that was the second pick coming back on the snake. So Duff, yeah, Duff is uh, three. Um, I'm going to go with Stanford tree for Ooh, my third one. Amazing pick. Speaking of ugly mascots. Yes. Terribly put together. It just doesn't but, make any sense. It's a Christmas but, tree that runs out onto the field. I don't get So it's, they're the Stanford Cardinals, correct? Yes. And their mascot is a tree. Well, Stanford Cardinal, I think. I don't even know if it's plural. It's just for the color. Yeah, I don't think it's cardinal. Oh, it's not bird. for the it's not for the bird. Interesting. I wasn't even aware of that. So that's they're the Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, yeah. and it's like a sycamore tree or something. Okay. Okay. And it's so, just the tree. No, I do. I do actually like that mascot, but it yep. is one of those mascots that's just the costume is just awful. It oh, looks like, and, it, and that's how it should be. I think it yeah. looks like a I think pinata. it's better that way. That's what makes it good. Is how yep. poorly it's put together. Okay, so has anyone here? This is all I could think of when I was when I was looking up mascots. Has anyone here played mascot mashup in the old NCAA football games? Oh, for sure. Yes. I'm familiar with what you're the talking tr- about. The tree was probably the best part about mascot mashup. Also, bring that back. Uh, f- forget NCAA. Yeah, that should game. just be its own game. Yes, and just when mascots, you, mascots going at it, yes. when you play as that tree. No arms, no nothing. It's just a big tree jumping in the air, and the ball is absorbed in. It is quite literally the best mascot to play in mascot mashup. 
You know what I love is when they have like these real life mascots uh, play against like 10 year olds. If have you ever seen that? Yes. Like, they just start decking the 10 year olds. Yep. And they show no mercy. I think there should be a lot more of that. Yep. I agree. I'm all for it. Lou, you, you get the next pick. Oh, here. So I'm up. Um, yep. So I actually really like the Stanford the, uh, tree pick. My next Keep in pick, mind, you get two picks, actually. I, I do. I'm going to go with Sammy the Banana Slug <laughs> from UC Santa Cruz. He stole my next one. It's it's a banana slug. Really? Yes. I would have never guessed. I, I, and to be honest, I'm not entirely sure what, what a banana slug is. But Yeah, how is that different from a normal slug? I don't yeah, know. Right is it yellow? The banana maybe? slug. He kind of looks like a Teletubby. <laughs> he does. If very similar, yeah, he does look. He looks like a Teletubby with two two little antennas instead of one. See, because I don't know why there are so many tigers. Uh, you know, like LSU, Clemson. There's a lot of what else? Wild, I don't know. Just wild, like a lot of cats and lions stuff. and bears. wild cats yes. and dogs. There's, there's literally I don't like know five why, wild cats in D one. I don't know why there aren't more banana slugs or of the like. Grass That's hopper. why people are digging the minor league baseball teams. Yeah, the bananas, isn't there one? There's like Savannah Bananas, and that's probably one of the more popular baseball teams right now because they just do stupid stuff. And well, they can't be too popular if I've never heard of them. <laughs> You've never heard of the Savannah? What is it, Savannah Bananas? No. Yeah, they like go out on the field on stilts and stuff, and are always doing like cool. They're basically the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Except they're, baseball. they're actually like, they're an actual baseball team that's good that like plays in a league. Well, it doesn't sound like they're the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> if they're a real team. Well, anyways, like they do Harlem Globetrotter esque activities during their game. If that makes any sense, Lou, yeah, well, you got another pick. Yeah, I'm gonna I stop do. talking. All right, so with my this is my final pick already, isn't it? Yeah. So with my final, final pick, I'm gonna take Mike the Tiger. LSU's Tiger. Yep. I hate that pick. Why Why it. do you hate that pick? Because it's just a Tiger. Do they cage up? It, yeah, it's all, all right. You want to know a fun fact about Mike the Tiger? They let Mike the Tiger himself decide if he wants to go to the games. Well, and, in, and in 2014, he didn't attend a single game. <laughs> <laughs> they let him decide if he wants to get in the cage and go to the stadium. Or not. So it's all up to Mike the Tiger. So how much time does he have to get in this cage? I, I don't know. I, I feel like they back the truck up with the cage and like just wait around for a while and see if he gets in. I picture them just going like to to like Africa or something and and just pulling a truck up, seeing if a tiger gets in. If one gets in, there's a mascot at the game. If there's if it doesn't, no, there's no mascot. No, this is this is Mike. Like an enclosure. This is Mike. See, and I think there's something to him being Mike the Tiger. If it was just like LSU's Tiger, that's completely different than yeah. having Mike the Tiger. I don't know. After hearing about this, this him abandoning the team, I don't. I'm, I'm, I might be out on <laughs> yeah, Mike the Tiger. No, I, I, I'm I think, a bad mascot. No, I think that puts him uh, a cut above because he's above the football team and the football program itself. Like he's, he's on his own tier. Yeah. Yep. Now, how, how do you like they came watching, up with that? that name because you look at your other like live mascots you got bevo and ralphie and then lsu just decided on mike like just a typical 
Yeah, name. kind of a weird name. Not I'm weird, boring. but like weird name for a mascot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, like I think name it's your better. dog Carl or something. What's wrong with that? A lot of things. Why can't you name your dog Carl? I mean, my dog's name is Jack. That's okay. Like Jack is like oh, so a... Jack's okay, but Carl's not. Where do you draw the line? I, think I don't know. Carl. Carl... No, it's, it's another one. Like naming your dog John. Yeah. Nobody yeah. does that. Carl's a shitty name all around. Like, let's be real. Carl's a sucky name. Carl. I disagree yeah. with that. I'm not in on Carl. That's a bad name. I mean, like, would you rather have him be named Xander the Tiger? Yeah, I think Mike the Tiger has. Cool. I think Mike the Tiger has a nice ring to it. Is it Xander spelled with an X? Yes. I'm in. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. All right, moving on. Daph, you now have the next pick, your final pick of the draft. My final pick will be Big Red the Hilltopper, Western Kentucky. Yes. It's just a big blob of red, is it not? (laughs) It's the top of a hill. That was going to be my final pick. I figured you might do like a – some kind of like a mountaineer type person for that, like like West Virginia does. Yeah, so this is Western Kentucky, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, their mascot is just a blob of red. Yeah, they're like the, the hilltoppers. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be like the top of a hill. The hill. But he, but red. all he is but is a, a big, big blob red blob. Of red. Yeah, the right. mascot doesn't represent the hill very much. <laughs> no. I need to see a picture of this guy. Oh, it's, it's amazing something to see. It's not like a great mascot, and that's what makes it so great. Yeah. It's, yeah, this it's has nothing to, do with, nothing to do with the hilltopper. It's, it's just a red mascot. What is a hilltopper? <laughs> he looks like uh the dude from McDonald's. The Grimace. Guy. Grimace. Grimace. <laughs> that's what he looks like. Now that's a mascot name. Grimace? Yeah. I feel like that's probably in the pipeline of uh minor league teams pretty soon. McDonald's sponsors a team that's the I don't know, like the, the Grimace. Yeah, the Grimace. Are we just gonna Grimace. are we just gonna go on letting McDonald's have two mascots? Oh, they have a bunch they have of them. They have a lot of them. They have Ronald McDonald. They got the Grimace, Hamburglar. The Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> there's a. There's also a slew of other ones, I believe. Yeah, there, there are. There used to be a McDonald's. Like they used to make McDonald's movies, and there used to be like a TV show with these characters. What? How have I never heard of this? It's a real thing. Is one of them like blue and furry? Yeah, kind yeah of? the little girl. No, you're thinking of the Cookie Monster from. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm oh. not. Oh. oh, I could be. Oh, there's, a, there's a movie. All right, All right, so now Sammy's back on the clock. I what am in a. I'm in a pickle your next here. Pick. I'm in a pickle here. Um, hey, there, there's a, there's a Mayor McCheese too. <laughs> okay. McDonald's mascots. Yes. All right, okay. let's move past the McDonald's mascots. I'm What's- kind of. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of like I'm looking at my team and I haven't picked anyone iconic. And I feel like I wouldn't be doing my list justice if I did pick someone iconic. I kind of just need to stick with the the rogue underdog. So I'm, I'm going to stay with that with that path. And uh, I'm going to go with Keggy the keg. Dartmouth. Oh, that, yeah. that was on my list. What a great right. mascot. It's fantastic. It's just a keg. And it's even got like the pump on it and everything. Imagine waking yeah. up every Saturday and being the keg. You have to go get in your keg costume. <laughs> I, now, is, yeah. that, is that like 
It's unofficial. Unofficial. Okay. Oh, is it That's actually the unofficial ask. mascot? Yeah. Oh, well, that so kind of sucks. So yeah, you gotta pick also, someone else. No, no, it, it's We're perfectly good? fine. I'm, Perfect. I'm all, I'm all for the pick. The Stanford tree is also an unofficial mascot. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I'll I mean, for you. We so can't sure trust Scrody the scrotum's an unofficial mascot as well. We can't trust the NCAA. They're communists. I, I could get behind that movement. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Scumbags. What, what movement? <laughs> <laughs> is there a movement the, to be had a movement to uncover? oh yeah i mean I, I feel like the majority of people hate the ncaa everyone the nc2a yeah. the only person that i could see liking the ncaa would be the um, ncaa themselves well yeah who oh no it's gonna make me mad that i can't remember his name i gotta look it up Hitler? you guys can no <laughs> he would have loved the ncaa Holy. oh um, Rob Lowe. I don't know. Rob. If you guys, I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, is he the guy from Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yes. That's always but, like, oh, yeah, he definitely likes the NCAA well, for sure. Not, well, no, not only. <laughs> not only. Well, that. like he was, he was like a fan of the NFL. Yes, he. That, so, that yeah, was my point. Going, yeah. He goes to the NFL games and wears an NFL hat. Yeah. So he'll show up to like LSU Alabama wearing an NCAA hat. Exactly. Yep. But other than that, yeah. All for the organization. Exactly. He's a man. I don't know where I was going with that. That was a. He is a man. He (laughs) is a man. No, he is. (laughs) Okay, so now I have the final pick of the draft, and I have many, many names on my list, and I am stuck because I I guess I can list these names because I have the final pick. Okay. So I have these. These. This isn't my pick. I'm just listing a couple names. Albert Gator from Florida. Great pick. We got Peter the Anteater out of UC Irvine. The Blue Blob from Xavier. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. No, me neither. I didn't either until this week. Um, the Bird is Air Force's mascot. Okay. We've had a lot of Air Force talk on the podcast. Are you going to make your pick or are you just rattling off mascot? Man? I'm just rattling. Oh, Big okay. Al, Alabama. I was Leprechaun, surprised he got left off. Big Notre Al. Notre Dame. And There's a few I- that I'm shocked didn't get taken but i guess we'll discuss yeah. that after yeah i was gonna say are we doing an honorable mentions yeah kinda? Maybe okay. why not? perfect but i think my pick ever since i was young i loved this this school for no reason besides they had chris paul and tim duncan on their team and i'm going with the the dean demon deacon from wake forest yeah yep. like it was on my list as well that's just that's like a weird mascot because isn't it just an old guy those sideburns yeah. like kick a, ass does he have a monocle too? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's got a top hat, I think. Yeah, he's okay. got the chaps. That dude. Fucks. I must be thinking of the planter's peanut. <laughs> very well could be. Excellent those mascot, very, by the way. Yes, those are two very similar mascots. Yep. Yeah, they are. Yeah, he just has a top hat, no monocle. Both just tie. an old guy. Um, yeah, that's the Demon Deacon. Then that wraps up our draft. And I'll, I'll kind of summarize our draft here. So my team, I have Bucky Badger from Wisconsin, Sparty, the Spartan from Michigan State, Ramses, the, the Ram from North Carolina, and the Demon Deacon from Wake Forest. And Sammy has Nitro from Central Florida, Shock, Wichita State, Scrody the Scrotum, Rhode Island School of Design, and Keggy the Keg from Dartmouth. Daft, the Oregon Duck from Oregon, Otto the Orange, Syracuse, the Tree from Stanford, and Big Red, 
the Hilltopper from Western Kentucky, and Lou, the final team, as Bevo the Longhorn from Texas, Ralphie the Buffalo, Colorado, Sammy the Banana Slug from University of Santa Cruz. University of California, Santa Cruz. University of California, Santa Cruz. Thank you. And Mike the Tiger, LSU. Who doesn't go to games? uh, He gets to decide if he wants to go or not. (laughs) Fake fan. (laughs) Uh, So I guess like my honorable mention here, I think I had this at the top of my list. One, one, actually. I just didn't take it. Uh, Ugga the Bulldog. Georgia's mascot. That's the the actual Bulldog. Is his name Ugga? Uh-huh. UGA. That's why the text didn't make any sense to me. Because you literally put Ugga, and I'm like, there's no way that dog's name is Ugga. It is. But it is. Okay. <laughs> it's Ugga. So, fun fact about Ugga. Ugga gets to stay in an air-conditioned doghouse during the games. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Albert and Alberta, the gator. Sebastian, Miami's mascot, that bird creature. Oh, it's uh, it's like Illibus or something. Yes. Something really weird. Smokey, the blue tick coonhound from Tennessee. Amazing pick. That That is a phenomenal mascot. Yes. Good boy. Um, yeah. So those were just the ones that, that didn't get taken that were still on my list. What about the oh. blue devil, Duke? Nah, that's Or UW-Manitowoc. Nah, I don't like the blue devil. <laughs> or, or the UW-Manitowoc. <laughs> um. I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, I only had a couple that were left off. Um, like I said, I was surprised Big Al didn't get picked. I kind of steered down a scary path. I didn't really want to mix it up. Uh, Pistol Pete from Oklahoma State was another one. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal mascot. Um, Villy, or however you say this, the warrior from Hawaii. It's just this big Hawaiian dude with face yeah. paint and, and wicked hair. The Rainbow Warriors. Um, the Horned Frog. TCU, excellent looking mascot, cool idea. And then Billiken from St. Louis. It's like a ghost looking thing, but it's actually a mythical good luck figure who represents things as they ought to be. <laughs> and I almost picked him. And then other than that, things just had, they uh, ought to be Testudo, Maryland, and that's it. Oh, the Terrapin. Yep. Amazing, amazing pick. That I was, was another ugly mascot. Yes. Yeah, they and I read about it, and apparently they said that they were thinking about making it like a similar to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. After the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come out, they they were gonna make like update the look of the mascot, but they opted out because of like nostalgia's sake, like we were saying before. And it's just an ugly mascot still. Can we agree that Maryland's logo is amazing? It is. Yeah, I love it. So is uh, the Turtle Ridge golf outing mascot. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Big Lou, why didn't you pick uh, Goldie? Uh, Goldie I sucks. Thought, I thought that was going to be your 1-1. One, one. No. If if I would have taken one that reminds me of Goldie is Cosmo the Cougar from BYU. So they're basically the same thing, except Cosmo the Cougar is Mormon. Wait. <laughs> How was the- but what is your thought cougar? process here? How is a cougar and a gopher the same thing? Well, I'm saying like like the mascot. So like I don't know. I don't follow. Goldie the gopher in his costume looks like a cougar. I, what? Yeah, I guess. Cougar with buck teeth. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, pretty obviously uh, uh, a rodent of some kind. Nah, I, I just Goldie 
It's a gimmick. <laughs> Aren't all mascots? <laughs> well, I guess you could make that argument, but but no, I mean, definitely. I thought you were gonna go with him, but yeah, I don't think he's like top ten or anything. But no. I thought it was. But other than that, maybe I mean, even Mel, not top fifty. Mel Daff, honorable mentions. Mm. Any honorable mentions, Daff? No, literally everyone got picked that I have on my list except for Brutus. So I got I got Brutus. four out of my like ten. Yeah, we need to eliminate Brutus. The name who shall not be named. Yes, indeed. Well, that that concludes our draft. Um, thanks for for joining us for the draft this week, and we look actually, forward to having you back on. Uh, Duff, this we talked about the Chicago Beam last time you were on. Oh my! Don't get me started. And I wanted to ask you and Sammy, what do you guys think? is more useless the chicago bean or the st louis arch the bean i mean i i would say the 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 arches is like a bridge oh no 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 you it's can go big, inside the arch those, too it's those big white like rings things right but it's like half i guess that's a dumb way yeah to yeah okay yeah, you're, you're yeah. thinking of the right thing it's the ring if, that goes all the way <laughs> underground and comes back exactly <laughs> yes yeah. but i'll i'll say this I don't, I can really give a, a rat's ass when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, as far as like monuments, unless it's something like wicked. But if I had to get rid of one, the bean is staying. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's no, a bean, the right? Bean like, sucks. No. The, the arch you can go up inside of at least. Yeah, and... Sammy, have you been to either of these monuments? I've or... I've been to the bean. But I have not I I've, I've like barely left the state, so no, I've not seen the arches. But I mean <laughs> They're just ripping off McDonald's. Like, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised McDonald's hasn't tried to, like, sponsor it and throw up another one next to it to create the <laughs> Yes. Spray paint the yellow. I just think it's like, okay, arch. Like, when I see the arches, I go, okay, that's some hoity-toity architect millennial weirdo. It goes, oh, yeah, this is art. So what do you think of the bean? Some dude plops a, a big fat ass chrome bean in the middle of Chicago. That's kind of wicked. I'm with it. I like it. Yeah, I think we're at different pages here, but well, that's 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 complete. And that's okay, right? That's okay. Well, I th- I think that concludes our our segment here. So thank you guys for joining. Yeah, no no problem. Thanks for having us back on. Welcome back. And we are on to our fake news segment this week. So for our listeners, the fake news segment this week, I'm bringing in three news stories. Two are fake and one is made up. And last week, Lou stumped everybody. Wait, isn't it too real? One fake? Right. Did I say that opposite? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yes. Two real stories and one fake story. So I brought in three stories this week. And I... I think I got you. So I'll be the judge of that. Okay, I guess. Here, story number one: Death by beard. During a fire, Heinz Steinberger hurriedly retreated and forgot to pick up his beard. The beard got tangled in his feet, and he fell, breaking his neck and killing him. He forgot his beard. Yeah, he had a really long beard. How do you forget your beard? He oh, was he like forgot that he out. had it. No, it, it's, it was like so long. When he was running out, his feet got tangled in and he fell over. Yeah, you said he, he forgot his beard. How do you forget? Right, he forgot, he forgot to pick up his beard. Oh, yeah, because well, like whenever he had to walk, you'd have to carry it. Right, otherwise right. he'd trip over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you could have made up that name. So, okay. Hans Steinberger? <laughs> yes, you don't Hans think so? Steinberger. All right, all right. 
All right. So the next story is titled Death by Swallowed Fish. And I think okay. you can see there's going to be somewhat of a theme. Right. So Robert Muyaga and a few friends caught a number of fish, many of which were still alive and flopping. Suddenly, one fish gave an extra spirited flop, which sent it high into the air straight into Robert's mouth. Robert survived his journey to the hospital despite barely being able to breathe. He expired as doctors were ready to readying to perform surgery. So this person choked on the fish. Right. It kind of goes back to our choking on chicken from the right. from the elephant story. Interesting. Mm. All right. Yeah. So Robert, I, I, I guess I'll, fish. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll really have a good idea after hearing all three. So we have someone that has someone that died choking on a fish, someone that died from their own beard. Mm. And then and now we have death by monkey infestation, number three. So Surinder Bawa was enjoying a quiet night at home when he was disrupted by an infestation. Bawa was suddenly dealing with a large pack of angry monkeys that somehow gained entry into his house. The monkeys attacked and killed him. I think that's actually very believable. Uh, the when, monkey when I, one? Yes. Yeah. I almost had the same deal as a kid except with cats. <laughs> My dad opened the door. And there, yeah, and there was an army of cats that attacked. Really? Yes. True story. <laughs> they attacked you? Uh, like well, they, they clawed at you me. or what? They attacked our dog and my father. The herd of cats. Yes, a herd, uh, an, an army of cats. An infestation of, of cats. cats. Yes. Goodness. Um, so th- your so dog survived? Yeah, it survived. A little scratched up, but so I guess the moral of the story is that one is believable, which is why I think it might be fake. Okay. Out of the three, I think I'm going to have to go with the, with the first one being fake. You can't possibly trip over your own beard and die. That's death just, by beard is yes, fake. Death, death by beard has to be the fake article. All right. Well, let's go down the list. First one, death by beard. Okay. Hans Steinberger was a true real man. And that he can't died by tripping real. over his beard. That can't possibly be real. <laughs> yeah. You can't trip over yeah. your own beard and die. He had a long beard. Uh, we'll post. I'll post a picture of him on, on Twitter this week. All right. Of Hans Steinberger. Wait. So, this was in a house fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did he get burned alive then, or did he just? Like... No. He like based on impact. Like he broke his neck from falling. Okay. Yeah. So Hans Steinberger was a true story. Number two, death by swallowed fish. Also a true story. Okay. However, I kind of switched the last name because I didn't know how to pronounce the actual person's no. last name. So yeah, slightly that, fake, but that's what would have done. But real me. enough, right? And um, the final one, death by monkey infestation, was the made-up one. However, it was not completely made up. Yeah, I feel like that that definitely has happened before. Yeah, so this guy surrender surrender Bawa. Also, I switched his last name because I couldn't figure out how to pronounce his actual last name. Um, he had like a, a herd of monkeys come up to him at uh, like I don't even know some sort of venue where he was looking over the rail, mm-hmm. and the, this herd of monkeys shoved him over the the rail, and he fell to his death. Oh, but they didn't infest. 
In right. They didn't infest a house and, and okay. attack and kill him. I, and I then I also, that, I also that had a, has happened before though. You think so? Absolutely. You come home and monkeys have taken over and then they maul you. Mm. you that hear, has definitely you hear, happened. You always hear that story as a kid. Oh, there's all these monkeys jumping on a bed. That's probably where it comes from. Probably. Mm. I also had a, a fourth one that I chose to eliminate. And this one was death by jury demonstration. So Clement Volandingham was attempting to prove his client innocent in court. He showed him, he showed the jury how he believed the victim killed himself, but apparently forgot to check the chamber. Volandingham shot himself and ultimately died in front of the court. And that That was was my story. That was a true story. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. um, No, I I think. Well, I mean, you, you claim that this guy actually tripped over his beard and died, but I, I don't know how that can be. Here, I got the article up here. All right. It, was, it wasn't recent. I can tell you that much. It was like in the early 1900s. So, I mean, it, it could have fallen askew oh, so since then. this is like just folklore. Killed by his beard, Hans Steinberger. Yeah. So, he has a huge weight. Yeah, this very well could be folklore now that I'm reading this. It says the year is 1567, and he was a mayor, mayor of a town. And I, there was some part of the story that I was reading where it's like these people were trying to get him to, um, like update the the fire escape routes and stuff, and he wasn't he was refusing to do it. And then a fire occurred in his house and tripped over his beard and died. I, that just sounds like a, a murder cover up. I don't know. Like they I murdered mean, him and then like started a fire and then they're like, yeah, he tripped on his beard. It, yeah. I died. mean, it was 1567. They didn't have much ways of proving things, but there is a picture of his, like they have his beard in a showcase here. Somebody saved his beard. They preserved the beard all these years. Yeah. And it's substantial. Like you, you would trip on this if you forgot about it. All right. Well, yeah, that is our fake news segment this week. The fake news was a death by a monkey infestation. And that brings us to our hot corner and chopping block segment. Each week we bring in something that we want to honor and something that we want to not honor or something that brings us down. So Lou, do you have a hot corner? I do. And in in this week, my hot corner is Brita and Brita filters. So for the longest time, I was this planet's worst nightmare. I would go through an absurd amount of plastic water bottles, sometimes yeah. as many as 10 a day. Now, uh, I just recently bought a Brita pitcher, one, okay. and two, a Brita water bottle. I'm drinking double filtered water. I'm drinking the cleanest water on this planet. Yeah. Have you so, ever seen the videos of, of the Brita filters where they can like filter anything, essentially? Uh, I'm actually not too familiar with that. So you're saying like yeah, somebody put, put like a bottle of vodka put, through and I it could, was just water afterwards. So I could put like apple juice in here and then in my mug here and all I'm going to get is water. Yeah, essentially. Okay. I might it's, have to try that crazy. out. Or is that going to ruin the filter? I feel like it definitely has some sort of impact on the filter. Probably. Yeah. But I'm drinking double filtered water, cleanest <laughs> water on this planet. Everyone else that like all those people that don't have access to clean water can suck it because mine's double filtered. And that's my hot corner this week. (laughs) 
Wow, that is harsh, Lou. Sitting over here in Minnesota with unlimited supply of water. Double filtered water. Double filtered water. And he's calling out people that are struggling to get water. Well, I'm not calling out. No, Lou, this, this, just... no, this makes me think of a story that you, you actually questioned me one time. There, You know how that um, Coors Light Seltzer? Yeah. Was there like for every seltzer we... we yeah, they're, they're, um, so, for every case you buy, it'll restore like 500 gallons of of river water. Right, and your understanding of the situation was that they they shipped this water. That what? they, yeah, you you either you or somebody else, their understanding of this restoration no, no, no. of water was that they took water from the United States, filled up a truck, and shipped it down to where they needed water. No, no, that wasn't me. I but no, I I was skeptical on that. I I think my issue with it was they claim that if you buy like one 12 pack of Coors Light Seltzer, that 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 helps restore 500 gallons of river water somewhere. I don't yeah. how, I don't understand how that's a thing. No, I think it's like the clean water thing that we're talking about, like because it takes money in order to to like filter and go through the filter process and clean yeah. water. So I think it was like. Oh, we're gonna make 500 gallons of water drinkable. Okay. Well, if that's what they claim, then that then they should advertise it that way. Well, I don't know if that's truly what it is, but that's what I took out of it. And we might have and to do somebody, some research. And somebody that we were talking to thought that they were shipping 500 gallons of water from the United States. Yeah. To, for every case bought to like somewhere, some place that doesn't have access to clean drinking water. Right. And I don't think that's the case. No. I, safe to say it's not it is not what's your hot corner so, this week my hot corner this week is dancing it's a way to express emotions through movement no, I no think talking dancing sucks you think dancing sucks yeah now i i know every time we've ever been anywhere you're always cutting a rug yeah hey, i mean i'm not saying i like to reluctantly do dance yes Okay. I, I, I'm more of I'm more of a stand in the corner kind of person. I'm like, there's like people that claim to be good at dancing or like, like can do the salsa really well. Who cares? Who cares? You're good at dancing. So what? Big deal. Like there's these dance like Dancing with the Stars. There's these like dancing shows. People uh, like pay money to watch people dance. Uh, uh-uh. not gonna find me doing that. Dancing sucks. You're not entertained by like dancers, like break dancers. No, I couldn't care less to be completely honest with you. Really? Yeah. Like, I think this world are doing flips and stuff. And I think this world would be a much, I think this world would be a much better place if people just didn't dance at all. Really? Yes. So music comes on, you should stay completely still. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can jive with the music and stuff, but you don't like, you don't got to be. No, I people take it a step too far. Give people an inch, they go a mile. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I somewhat agree with that, as in like bob your head, sure. as in like going into the middle of the circle. That's unnecessary, completely and unnecessary. Breaking, breaking out your best dance move, break out your best dance move in the corner or on the outside of yeah. the circle. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, you don't, like, have, I to, agree you don't have to be the center of attention. 
but I, oh. yeah, I, I don't, I do think that there's been a toxic trend in dancing where it, it encourages people to be the center of attention. Oh, it's horrible. Which horrible. I, I think dancing is meant for expression of oneself to oneself. Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, going off of that, like dancing with the stars sucks an entire tv show dedicated to dancing absolutely no need for it yeah i i agree with that i i do like dancing with the stars but there's so much there's a lot of like other cooler things that could be televised like why don't you why don't you do survival with the stars that'd be pretty cool yeah or like uh i would rather watch a documentary on mink farming than dancing with the stars Really? And you already, you made clear in a previous episode that mushroom growing is better than mink farming. No, that's, so that's, that's what you said. I low. said that mink farming would be no, attractive than mushroom No, we're going to look back and, and now you're just proving my point. You no. said mushroom growing was better than mink farming. No, I, I promise you that I was on the side of mink farming. No, because you told me that mink farms smell awful. You were on the mushroom growing side. You I, said I, you'd I, much I, rather grow mushrooms anywhere than have a mink farm in the ideal location. I remember this word for word. I believe it was the other way around, was it not? <laughs> it was not. You were all for mushroom growing because then you you brought up the idea of psychedelic mushroom growing. Yeah, because you were on the side of mushroom growing. It was not. I am completely against mushroom growing. or I'm not completely against it, but I'm more for mink farming as are you yeah, now yeah I, so now you I, I i don't know about this i think you got things mixed up here but we can i know here. you we have sit here mixed up sit on this merry-go-round all day if we wanted to right we could we could and and then we'll eventually found out find out that i'm right but lou let's move on to chopping block all right what so my chopping block? block this week is once again starbucks again yes the first repeat chopping block. Yes. Uh, I have an issue with their sizing. So if I go in there and I order a large coffee, they'll mm-hmm. refuse me and say, no, it's like, I don't even know, a venti, whatever. All right. Here's my problem with it. If you want to call is, it what? Is venti actually large? I have no idea. Either. I, I don't, thought it would be know. like grande or something. Grande. Sure. I, I. To be completely honest with you, I have no idea what, what it actually is. But if you want to call it that internally, fine. Go ahead. But if I go in there and order a large coffee, don't tell me I'm wrong and correct me. Just give me the goddamn large coffee. Right. That's yeah, my I, problem. I'm sure some people do. You think, do like all Starbucks employees not give you a large coffee if you ask for a large coffee? I think in my experience, they correct you. To their sizing terms. Oh, like, oh, I'll get you a, a venti instead. Like you'll order, is that what is that what a large is? So like you'll go here, I got it up here. Okay. So demi is three ounce, short is eight ounce, tall is eighteen, grande is sixteen, venti is twenty, and trenta is thirty-one. Okay, fair. So if you want it, like if you go in there and say, I want a large coffee, please, they'll say a, a trenta. No, I want a large. You can you can internally call it that. Uh, we need more Trenta cups. Fine, I'm okay with that. But when I yeah. order a large coffee, don't tell me I'm wrong for ordering a large coffee. Well, what would they get you then? Or what if, should they get you? 
if I order a large coffee, yeah. they should give me the large size. <laughs> like the largest? If I order a medium, give me the medium size. So if you order a medium, you're getting the grande then. Fine. Just get them something. It seems yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Let me order it how I damn please. And anyways, what what's your chopping block? My chopping block this week. And I do not feel quite as strongly about this as Lou feels about Starbucks. But my chopping block this week are ebooks. I just don't like an ebook. You'd much rather like, have the physical copy. Yes, is that, what you're that is that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no I agree uh, with that. As far as like school text goes, sure, I'm fine with ebooks for school text because I don't look at that anyway. But for like a book that I want to sit down and read, I can't believe that some people have the ability to sit down and read it on a screen. No, like if I read it on a screen, if if I sit down and say, okay, I'm going to read this ebook. That's the last thing I'm going to end up doing is reading an ebook. Yeah, there's something about having the physical copy and getting that ink under your fingers, you know, and just really mm-hmm. getting down and down and dirty with this book. Uh, yeah. Versus like pulling it up on a computer screen. I can't. Do right. It. You can. Yeah, highlight then- it. You can highlight things if you need to. It's easier to make note of things if it's mm-hmm. uh, in print. That's exactly what I was thinking. I can, and I can get behind that. The the one thing that kind of got me brainstorming and, and thinking about this whole thing or like why this might not be a good chopping block is the previous weeks we tore apart Polaroid cameras because they're a step back mm-hmm. in technology. Right. And, but we're all for books like physical books, which are a step back from eBooks. Don't you think? Uh, I disagree with that. I think at the end of the day, a book is a book is a book whereas whether it's it's on like uh the computer or in print digital cameras today are of much better quality than polaroid cameras the quality of the books hasn't gone up or down right in fact it's you the could, same words. as we're arguing it's worse digitally yeah that is true lou i'm looking at your screen right now and you're changing all different colors like constantly what is happening there yeah uh i've got the brewery game on here on this oh okay how are they doing uh not great two two now two two and they were just just up two two zero yep okay awesome well hopefully by the time the game five would be on thursday right i believe so yeah so hopefully when this is released the brewers are still playing I wouldn't hold my breath. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But now let's move on. Oh, we got our final segment here. We are on to Big Dog's final thoughts. Oh, are we there already? You know, yeah, unless I missed something. No, I, I, I think you're right. After we talked about headphones the other day, like earbuds and stuff, mm-hmm. I've become quite self-conscious about the fact that mine are still corded. I don't see anyone else with corded like headphones anymore. Yeah, me neither. I didn't even realize that until like I started looking for it, that I'm the only one that still uses the corded. Like I have, I probably have five, like five pairs of earbuds just laying around here, all corded. Why? Like, I don't understand it. Because they. You're just too stubborn to. No, I never saw, I never saw a need for it. Why? Like what's. 
why would I get the, the AirPods? You just don't have to deal with the cord. Is the cord really that big of a deal? I never notice it. I just stick the buds in my ears and plug it into my phone. You don't have to deal with the Bluetooth or anything. Yeah. No, well, like Bluetooth with these AirPods, and I guess I don't know how other um, Bluetooth earbuds work, but with these AirPods, I take them out of the case and I put them in and it's already attached to my phone. Like it just goes and then I'm listening to music and I can control everything from huh. the touch of my ear. Like uh, I can play, start my music and my music, skip song, uh, go I, back to the previous song. I don't plan on moving to the AirPod anytime soon. No, I'll you're going to stick, stick with I'll, your ways. Yeah. Even though it's become quite noticeable that I'm the only one that that's still. Yeah. And now I feel like people are judging me for it constantly. Yeah, they should be. You're using a Polaroid camera in a digital world. There's nothing wrong with earbuds, though. They do the same thing. They're, the cord really is not that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that is a plus about corded earbuds are you don't have to like charge them. So if anything, not, the, cord, the corded ones are better. No, absolutely not. Not that I don't really like I charge my AirPods like maybe once a week and I rarely even notice that. But I I just don't understand why like you enjoy. I don't know if you enjoy the cord being there or. Well, you're just stuck I, in your ways I, already, or what? I already know if I got the AirPods, they'd be falling out of my ears constantly when I try to work out. Do your do your corded earbuds fall out of your ears when you're working? If I don't wrap it around my ear, yes, they do. Really? I have to wrap it around my ear. And if I don't, they'll fall out. Now, do you do you have like the super old earbuds or do you have like their new design where they yeah, actually I have, I have the new design. I have the new design ones. Yeah. I mean, they, I've never once had them fall out of my ears. Well, I guess I just uh sweat an abnormal amount out of the ears. I guess you do. The second Ooh, do you thing, have other thoughts? The, the second thing I wanted to point out, and I think most people would agree with me actually, is that like the Skippy peanut butter and peanut butter of that kind is 10 times better than natural peanut butter. Right. So like you're including peanut. like, like Jif in this as well. Correct. Yeah. Like natural peanut butter sucks. It's terrible. Yeah, it does. It really it, does. It is actually. not good at all. You no, need, I agree you need like the artificial Skippy peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, you see people with their weird butters, and and like all of them have like oil just sitting yeah. in them. And yeah, you have nasty. to mix it up before. No, I I'll yeah. stick with the artificial shitty stuff. Yeah, I agree, Lou. I guess I had another small thought. Even though I'm not the big dog, I still have okay. thoughts sometimes. Um, we talked about last week about like how poor children's novels are. Correct. So we had the thought of, of writing a children's book. Yep. And, and we came up with like a skeleton copy of one. We do. Yeah. So I, I don't really have much thought besides that, but I think that we, shouldn't end this at an idea i think we need to go through with it yeah. start producing these books yep big dog publications right and i i think there's more potential than just this one book in that we could yeah, write, write a... like i don't know other books that are actually about stuff well the issue with that is 
let's say we we become the national bestseller of children's books. So what's the issue our, with that? Our podcast isn't necessarily for children. Oh, two-run home run. Brewers? Brewers. Rowdy Tellez. Rowdy. Former guest. Shout out Rowdy, former draft pick well, on this yeah, podcast. Anyways. Yeah. But um, podcast isn't necessarily yeah, that for the is, is like slightly out of our, our demographic. But what is in our demographic are the kids' parents, the ones right. buying. Yeah. Not all the kids' parents, but some of the kids' parents buying the books. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... So, and I think one of one of the things that we talked about was how these people are writing awful books and publishing them and selling them for a profit. And the problem that we've run into so far in this development of this book is we're we're actually writing a good book. We were trying to yeah. make it like yes, like like satire. Yeah, we were trying like to making make fun of poking fun books. of the industry. But listen, if I were a kid, I would read this book. Me too. And I would enjoy this book. And I and the parents would enjoy this book too because it's I, I would it's carry like a good book. story. It is. It's a heart heart tugging story. A story of triumph and and willpower. And willpower. But yeah, we're we're finishing up the illustrations, but we're hoping within maybe the month to get yeah, this thing ready for the public. Publish it. Yeah. Yeah. So keep yeah. an eye out for that, I guess. Yeah. We'll see where that so, goes. Lou, I think that's, I guess that was my thought is we come up with a lot of these ideas and I think that we need to go through with a lot of these ideas just to see what happens. A lot of them aren't nearly worth entertaining even. That's true. Well, well, like, like my, like my, my take and bake idea, those exist. It's a grocery grocery store. store. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those things. Yeah. We could, we could do without, but I think it would be cool. Maybe we could do a segment on this in the future where we, we just come up with a business idea. No preparation at all for the segment. Mm-hmm. We just have to come up with a business idea and go through with it within and, the next then, month. Oh, and go through with it? If, Not just theorize If like it? it's feasible. If, if like yeah. we aren't going to have to drop 500 yeah, grand like, on it yeah. or something. Right. Yeah. Where we need like investors to come in and stuff. Right, exactly. All right, yeah, I think that that certainly has potential. Yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, that wraps up episode seven of Big Dog Radio. I feel like seven's the the mark you had to reach to make it a podcast. I think and, so. And seven, like, well, uh, lucky number seven, huh? Yeah, lucky number seven. But yeah, it's been fun. Don't forget to to follow us on Twitter and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's five star review on. Apple Podcasts, and we'll be back next week. We come back every Thursday with new episodes, new contents, and yeah, it's been fun.